So this is the first of my audios that I will be recording, talking on different topics about yoga and lifestyle and health, wellness, and just healthy living in general. So I wrote an article, and although I'm going to publish it, I also wanted to, to do this audio just to share with my voice, with my approach, with who I am. This which I have written on um, on creativity and meditation and life in general. So I'm just going to read it, but then obviously you can also um, find it in my blog. So it's about integral approaches. I love integral approaches. I love and pursue a wholesome life. So how it all started. When I was a little girl, I was very quiet and silent. I wasn't very good at socializing or felt good around people. I was, and still am, to be completely honest, very self-conscious. So the the outside world um, felt it was like miles away from my inside world. I started writing short stories and poetry at around five and drawing before I can even remember. My first poem was about the universe. It said something like, at the beginning of time, the universe was a black dot. I wrote this sitting in my green couch at my home in Buenos Aires, Argentina, around uh, 1989, I would say. So I was constantly immersed in this abstract world full of thoughts and infinite spaces in my imagination. I was very creative and artistically inclined, but I didn't know what that meant at that time. I had no idea of any different kind of life. At that point, that was all I knew. I couldn't imagine what other kids would do with their time. When I was bored or had few moments by myself, I would draw, write, and do cartwheels in my patio. But as I grew up and um, the notion of success and popularity started gaining place in my mind, I realized I was none of these things and I was extremely sensitive and quiet and that wasn't cool. Everybody appreciated my drawings, but that didn't bring me more friends or any kind of social acknowledgement. And even though later I started studying graphic design, all the creative abstract world full of feelings and colors was put aside. Soon I had to start working and being productive. I realized the world is a little rough (laughs) because they expect you to do things that bring results, concrete results, money and concrete rewards. Nobody cares if you are full of love and sensitivity. So I started working and selling my time in exchange for money as expected from a rational mind. So years passed and everything had to be put into boxes and measured by its worth in terms of how much money or popularity it brings. My time to explore creative ways of expressing my feelings towards life and existence in general became non-existent. Soon I felt dry and empty. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was working and making money, taking care of all the aspects a responsible adult is expected to, but there was no juice, no sweetness there. Needless to say, I was creatively blocked. Fortunately, at the age of 23, I did a breathing techniques and meditation course, and later I read The Artist's Way from Julia Cameron. 
So the combination between meditation and creativity was an eye-opener experience for me, and it brought a lot of spiritual clarity to my journey. Normally, we just do things expecting certain results, and we evaluate and judge each hour, day, and week in terms of how much reward I obtain from what I did. But creativity and art don't function in the same way. Julia Cameron says that creativity is like a child. Sri Sri Ravi Shankar refers to your, crea your creative genius. So you should give time and space and a non-judgmental environment for the child to come out and play. If you tell a child that they cannot play because it's a waste of time, or because you're not making money or gaining status, they will become shy and they will hide. Creativity arises where there is an eye, when, when there is an open and safe place, where you feel free just to be yourself, to try new things, to explore the world around you and within you. If there is someone judging and measuring everything you do, then you won't play with so much naturalness. Gurji says, When you are enthusiastic, you are closer to the creative principle of existence. Deep silence is the mother of creativity. No creativity can come out of one who is too busy, worried, overambitious, or lethargic. Balanced activity, rest, and yoga can kindle skills and creativity in you. So where am I going with this? I want to say that even though we all need to survive and make a living, there are other things that come with being a human being that don't belong in the rational, measurable world. There are several aspects and fields that we need to address in order to be happy, to be healthy, and to live a fulfilling life. I would say financial aspect, one. Professional growth, two. Family, social life, sharing time with other human beings, three physical body, four, spiritual life, which is growing and evolving as a person and contributing to the world, five, and then creative life, six. Normally, we find ourselves spending a lot of money and time in building our finances and professional life. It is assumed that family is always going to be there and you see your friends now and then. Some people are also realizing the importance of being comfortable in your body, so they are also developing ways of living that allow them to stay, I don't want to say fit, so I will say in a healthy relationship with their body. And they can do this by training, specifically at a gym, or just by walking, or basically uh, just living a more active lifestyle. But what about the spiritual and creative life? So we assume that we will be happy just by having money or by being fit. But money and a nice body won't give you happiness. How many people you know that have money and therefore they are consequently happy? We definitely have to take care of ourselves, that for sure. But at this point of the evolution of the world of humanity in 2018, I think it's safe to say that we need to pay attention to all the aspects of our being in order to be happy. I feel we are still ignoring the value of being curious, of just being good observers, of being silly, or of playing and just spending time in that which does not give you anything specific in return in the short term. 
I feel we are exploiting ourselves like a machine. We feel we need to produce, produce, produce. But so, what do you do when you have some free time? Like, do you catch up with emails, with work? Do you go to the gym? What about allowing that empty space to create a possibility of something new inside you? Is there anything you would like to do to express yourself? What about dancing or just moving freely? What about writing? What about doodling or illustration or just creating something that nobody did before? What about doing something that won't make you rich or successful or give you social status or popularity? Just to explore the beauty of your feelings and the thousand ways in which that can come out. What about singing or playing with your voice or any instrument or improvised object that you can hit? Also, Guruji says, go beyond your comfort zone. Anything creative and dynamic can happen only when you stretch yourself beyond your comfort zone. You are often stuck thinking that you cannot do something. But if you make an effort and take that first step ahead, then you will find that you are not bound by your comfort zone. So by dancing, I don't mean to start training to become a world-known dancer who is hired by the best ballet school in Europe and becomes a professionally paid dancer machine. I don't mean to become the best. So what is it with needing to compare ourselves to others all the time? Why do we need to judge our happiness by looking at others? Do something out of innocence and pleasure, out of enjoying the beauty in sharing who you are your feelings, your curiosity, your words, your movements. Have you heard of the beauty of an act per se? Forget where this is going to take you. Forget about selling your art, your services, your work. And just for a moment, enjoy being who you are. Right this moment, don't think of what you will obtain or gain thanks to your creativity. Treat your creativity like a child that goes out to play. You are that child. You can look, look at him or her and tell her, come on, stop wasting your time, stop getting dirty in the grass, come inside and do something productive. But it sounds kind of harsh, right? Well, it is exactly the same when you expect from you to always be productive and successful. The mind, and Guruji says about this, that the mind and body function on opposite laws. On the physical level, more the effort, better the result. Whereas on the mental level or the level of creativity, lesser the effort, greater the results. When the mind learns to let go and relax, then the ideas spring out. If you have forgotten something, the more effort you put to remember that, the longer it takes for you to remember. The sooner you let go, the faster the ideas come. I keep on reading and seeing these packed lifestyles that super achievers sell and all I see are ways to achieve something else, to become something else, to gain money, to get more followers, to conquer the world. But we are forgetting to enjoy who we really are. We assume that we are lacking something that we need to get. But what about the richness in your soul? What about all you already are and have? Do you enjoy playing with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your body, with your skills, your talents, with your life? Do you come from a place of abundance and gratefulness for everything that you already are? Who told us that we all need to be successful and popular? And what does success even mean? 
I tell you, you're huge. You're precious and you already have so much. Not everybody needs to see it and buy it and appreciate for it to be real. We were not all born to be the Michael Jackson of our fields. Sometimes simpler is better. Instead of adding stuff to our life, maybe we should come back to ourselves, our center, and just become aware of how vast we already are. Maybe it's more about enjoying being ourselves. And for this, meditation is the tool. You can use it to go inwards and tap into that source of energy, enthusiasm, and creativity. And Guruji says, deep silence is the mother of creativity. No creativity can no creativity can come out of one who is too busy, worried, overambitious, or lethargic. Balanced activity, rest, and yoga can kindle skills and creativity in you. So why creativity is important? Well, because you become the source. You come out of a place of lack and you realize you are already abundant. 